You're listening to the Purposeful Career Podcast with Carla Hudson, episode number 10. I'm Carla Hudson, brand strategist, entrepreneur, and life coach. Whether you're on the corporate or entrepreneur track, or maybe both, decades of experience has taught me that creating success happens from the inside out. It's about having the clarity, self-confidence, and unstoppable belief to go after and get everything you want. If you'll come with me, I'll show you how. Well, hello, friends. I hope you had an amazing week. The weather in Dallas is back to the sunny 70s, and I am loving it. The sun is out. It's shining. All is well with the world again. But no one in the house is loving the weather more than Umbro. He is our 75-pound German Shepherd, newly adopted, new to the household, and he's kind of like a gentle giant. People look at him and think he's about three years old. People think he's fierce and scary. I can see people, like when we pass on the sidewalk, um, kind of (laughs) wanting to cross the street. He just looks, looks menacing. But in his mind, he's a Pomeranian. (laughs) He just trots along, happy as a clam. And apparently he was bred, I guess he's got a long lineage. Uh, He was previously in an abusive household, so we rescued him. But I guess he's got papers and was bred to be a show dog. So he's sort of, (laughs) he's sort of fabulous. He's kind of a girly dog. Nothing wrong with that. I love him. He's adorable and he's beautiful. But In his mind, he's like a little lap dog. He'll just kind of plop down once we've kind of won him over and he knows he's safe. Now he's just like, you know, always rolling over and showing us his belly and he'll just plop down in the lap and kind of demand some attention. So, you know, it's really been fun having him around. And now that he, he did enjoy the snow, I will have to say, I did talk about that for a couple of episodes and we don't usually get that here. And, you know, he's got German Shepherds have really thick, shorter fur, but super thick. So it gets really hot here and it's a little tough for German Shepherds, but he loved the cold weather, but he's loving the warmth just as much. I mean, he is having a very good time going out on the walks. We have about five acres of walking trails in our neighborhood and just kind of weaves through trees and There's water features. It's just gorgeous. But what always amazes me is Umbi's, his name is Umbro, but we call him Umbi. Umbi's reaction when you ask him if he wants to go out. Out is his favorite word. (laughs) When he hears it, he can go from lazy and looks like he's asleep (laughs) to instantly springing to his feet eyes bright, tail wagging, (laughs) ready to roll. It's like that word flips a switch in his brain and his whole being changes. There's no more lazy napping dog. (laughs) In an instant, he is on his feet. And as soon as the leash is snapped onto his collar, he is dragging me out the door. (laughs) And that instant brain switch always fascinates me because it's really how our human brains work too. We can choose how we want to feel about the things that we do in our job or our business. And most of us don't think about it that way. 
we think we just kind of wake up and we're faced with something and we just sort of feel the way we feel about it. Like if it's a scary, big, new opportunity that's in front of us, like, you know, maybe a new job or or something big and high profile we need to go do. We think that it's that thing that we need to go do or want to go do that's causing us to feel the way we feel. Kind of like there's nothing we can do about it, that it just is what it is. But this really isn't true. And that's what I want to talk about today. Because spring is coming and, you know, it's a time of kind of growth and renewal. All of us kind of need that after the past year. Spring to me is really needed. Spring is like the buds on the trees are getting ready to open and there'll be flowers. And it's just a time to think about renewal and a time of possibilities for us in our careers or our lives where we can try fresh new things, maybe with a new energy. And I've noticed though that many of my coaching clients view trying new things, so things they might not have tried before, to be really something to be feared, something that is scary. And in the past couple weeks, especially there's been three of them that are really in new situations or getting ready to try big new things. And a couple of them are really struggling with it and thinking about how do I get out of it? How do I avoid it? You know, and that's why I wanted to talk about this today because I'm dealing with it in my practice and I've dealt with it in my own career. So I get it. And it doesn't have to be that way. We can choose to summon the courage or the confidence in an instant when we need to. And I can show you how. So in honor of my dog, Umbro, and his little out switch, and in honor of you and the new things that spring might bring for you in your career, I want to share with you a powerful tool that I use in my coaching practice called the confidence switch. So let's dive in. So like I said, as we go through our careers, we're going to be presented with new opportunities, promotions, new jobs, maybe you want to start a new business. And those things will mean that you'll want to show up in a way that's new, some sort of next level version of yourself that you need to bring to that new situation. You're going to have to put yourself out there in a new way, maybe channel part of yourself that you haven't used before, maybe grow a new set of skills, or it could bring up some things for you like maybe you've tried that thing in the past and it didn't work so well. That happens too. So when we're faced with those things, some of us will muster the courage to run at it either for the first time or maybe again, if we tried in our past and it didn't go well. Most of us will struggle and we might feel excited about it inside, but we'll dread it too. Or we might like endlessly obsess about it in some loop. We'll worry about it in a thought loop and and just not be able to kind of bring ourselves out of it. And so when that happens, sometimes we can decide to avoid it, to just not put ourselves out there and try that new thing because it's just too scary. So I kind of want to ask you today, like in advance of our season of spring that's coming, our time of renewal, let's think back for you. Is there something you're saying no to? Or have you said no 
to a big opportunity in the past that maybe later you regretted? Have you ever had a burning desire to do something, maybe start a new business or go for a big new promotion and then talk yourself out of it? And if the answer to that is yes, I want you to ask yourself why. Have you ever considered the reason, really considered the reason, you might say no to new things? And for most of us, when we do that, it's about fear of some kind. Fear of judgment, fear of failure. For some of us, even fear of success. You know, like, what's it going to mean if you do succeed? That's going to change things too, just like fear of failure will. So notice how all these types of fear have one thing in common. It's about how others might think about you and probably a little bit about how you will think of you. The issue here is that you're letting your fear, your insecurity, self-doubt, whatever, convince you that you're going to be judged, that you might fail. And so you tell yourself, It's too dangerous a thing to try, but maybe you're not up to it, that you should stay in the cave where it's safe. And listen, I get it. As I've talked about before, I spent years, actually decades of my career, avoiding the thing that I was most scared of, which is public speaking. I mean, at my heart, I'm an introvert. I can pretend to be an extrovert, but I don't like being out front in that way when there are hundreds of eyeballs staring at me. It's like a nightmare. I had some early experiences in my career in front of, I'd say smaller groups, like maybe several dozen people, not hundreds. And let's just say that I didn't distinguish myself. Well, not in a good way anyway. I mean, I look back on some of those early experiences and I cringe thinking about how I showed up, the dry throat, the long pauses. It wasn't pretty. But as I went in my career and, you know, you start to achieve things or whatever and you get noticed and you have some successes, people will ask you sometimes to speak at conferences. And for me, it was like, I'm not doing it. And I've talked about this before, but I want to tell you about the story in a different way, in a very specific way. Because for me, one day, that changed. And I just want to kind of take you back there because in doing so, I'm going to talk about what inspired my creation of the tool, the confidence switch. So let's dive into the story. I was leading a brand at a $4 billion wireless company. And that, for those of you not familiar with marketing in that industry, in a service industry, leading the brand usually means you're running kind of the brand strategy and sort of all the messaging and creative development, as well as like all of the go-to-market kind of advertising stuff. So that's what it meant. And I'd been there at this point about a year and we had been working very hard for the past six months on developing a new brand positioning. We'd created a new visual identity for the brand, a new look and feel to kind of modernize it. And we were just getting ready to launch it. There was a lot riding on this and I was really proud of the work 
that my team had done on it. So in order to roll this thing out, like when you do that, it's usually a really big thing. It's not only a big thing because there's lots of millions and millions of dollars in paid media, hundreds of millions sometimes behind the advertising. It's a big deal internally to the employees because it signals a new era. And so to roll it out, there was going to be a big meeting of employees and the CMO wanted me to speak (laughs) on stage. Oh dear. So, you know, you can imagine the anxiety that this brought up for me. It was just, you know, it's easy when it's someone from outside the company. You can just say, no, my work doesn't allow me to do that or whatever. Always, always had a great inventive excuse. But when it's your boss, super hard to tell them no. Usually they don't like no. So I came up with some really, I thought, creative alternatives like, hey, I think it'd be more interesting if we did like a video that we could do, you know, after you speak that has clips of the ads and it can have some little snippets of me talking um, and maybe some of my marketing colleagues talking about it. Um, And that'll be, and we could have music. It'll be a lot more energetic than me just standing on stage. He was having none of it. He was like, no, I want you to talk. So that took me into full-blown panic mode. I mean, I had no choice. So I wrote my speech and I, I was like a week in between. We decided to do it. And um, so I had a week to prepare. So I wrote my speech. I practiced it over and over again, all the while praying, to be honest, for a debilitating stomach flu. I thought if I could just get sick right now, I wouldn't have to do it, you know, but I didn't. So the day the event arrived and that morning I was beside myself. (laughs) I knew the speech, but I knew I'd probably never remember it. And I was just panicked. I had a thought though, that as I was sinking down into this hole of despair, I had this thought and it really changed everything. And it's, it's what inspired my tool, the confidence switch. I, and if you think back to earlier in this podcast, what I was telling you is those forms of fear that we have when we avoid new things or putting ourselves out there, it's usually comes from fear, but fear that's deeply rooted in how others are going to view or judge us, or sometimes how we'll judge us if we're not in our view. Perfect. And so what changed everything for me is that in the despair that I was sinking into, you know, you kind of catastrophize and you think of all the things that are about to go wrong. And I thought of my team. I, I managed a team of 26 people and I was really proud of them and the work that we'd done. And all I could think about when, I, when my thoughts switched to the team, all I could think about is what they would think and how they would feel if I got up on stage and didn't deliver. The last thing I wanted was for them to be embarrassed about me because I was really proud of them. They never embarrassed me. And I, it would have killed me to think that they would be embarrassed by something that I would do, something that was less than it should be in front of the company they worked for. And I didn't want to do anything that would take away the the greatness of the moment and the pride of the moment for the team. And when I thought about that, my energy changed. 
And this is before I was exposed to coaching. So I wasn't really connected to that kind of thing. I just sort of thought I really did think things happened and that caused me to feel a certain way or whatever. But when I thought about my team in that moment, I I was very aware that I instantly shifted from being afraid to being fiercely determined. And I didn't want to lose that. And so I really hung on to the thought, I'm going to do my best to make them proud. Those, those 10 little words changed everything for me that day. I instantly went from being filled with dread and fear to being fiercely determined. And I had probably a 45 minute drive to the venue. And I hung on to that thought the entire time. And I held on to it as I walked on stage. All of those thousands of people were staring at me. And there were some people that were remote and watching me on video. And normally, I would have (laughs) been sweating and dry throat and all that. And instead, I had a very different energy than I ever had when I'd spoken in public before. And there was a really simple but profound reason for it. It's because it wasn't about me or what anyone might be thinking about me. I wasn't fearful of screwing up or coming up short or being judged. I was focused on one thing, and that was about delivering for my team. And I did. I did not stumble over my words. I told the stories that I intended to tell. I don't even really remember most of it. I just talked. And it was about branding, a subject that I'm really passionate about. And I was proud of the work. So I think that passion came through. And when I was done, I remember as I walked off stage thinking, well, I did it. I did my best. And granted, make no mistake about it. I was deeply relieved it was over. And, you know, I know, I knew at the time, I thought, well, I'm never going to win any awards for public speaking, but at least I didn't screw up. And that kind of ended it there. I thought, I'm not going to tear myself apart or whatever. I did it and I'm proud of it and I'm moving on. But what happened afterwards was really interesting because my boss came over to me and he was like, hey, I know you didn't want to do that. And I know you don't like speaking on stage, but you were amazing. You were really good at it. And I was like, what? I was like, you have got to be kidding me. That is like, that is my worst thing. And he's like, it's really not. And some of the consultants we'd worked with came up afterwards and said something very similar. Hey, wow, you're really great on stage. It was unbelievable. I certainly did not think of it or myself that way. But I will say that even I thought I'd done a decent job. And so that is the power of this confidence switch. If you're faced with trying something that really scares you, the confidence switch is a method that allows you to instantly step into a more confident version of you. Now, granted, you're probably not going to be able to sustain that confident energy over the long haul. But this tool is for an in-the-moment performance you need to give. And we all have them, right? 
Like if you want to go live on Facebook, if you're an entrepreneur, or if you are asked to speak on stage in public, or if you have a big job interview, there are moments in all of our careers where we need to perform and we want to perform really well in order to make that thing work for us. That's what this switch is for. It's not about building true self-confidence over time. That takes building neural pathways, new ways of thinking, new beliefs you need to have about yourself and letting go of a lifetime maybe of limiting self-beliefs that might be getting in your way. We help with the long-term too, but this isn't about that. Sometimes we have to step in to a new energy in an instant. And in the past, you might've said, no, this tool is going to give you what you need to do so you can say yes and step into that moment and nail it. It gives you like a short-term hit of courage and confidence so you can go kill that new thing. So how do you do it? Well, first, you really have to get in touch with what you're feeling. What's that fear, right? And, you know, it's it's likely some form of fear, uncertainty, or self-doubt, but know where it's coming from. Be honest with yourself and be specific. So in my case, it was fear of failure, fear of judgment, all within the context of how other people were going to think about me. And I dreaded thinking about those hundred pairs of eyes trained on me while I tried to figure out what to say. It felt like, it felt like death. (laughs) I just, it, it was like my worst nightmare. So get in touch with what you're feeling as it relates to that new thing. And then next, identify the thought that's driving that emotion. For me, the thought behind the fear was, I'm going to make a fool of myself. Notice the certainty I had. I'd already skipped ahead, envisioned myself screwing up and being embarrassed and humiliated. So I'd already decided I was going to be an abysmal failure. And that caused me to feel fearful. So that's the second thing is identify the thought that's driving that emotion. Because I promise you, it's not the thing you want to go do that's making you feel that way. It's the thought you're having about the thing you want to go do. That is always what is causing that emotion of fear. And then last, choose a new thought that's rooted, and this is really key, rooted in a compelling reason why you need to succeed. And ideally, and this is important, that reason is one that's about more than you. Why? Well, because when you take the focus off of you, you sort of lift off a lot of the fear that's coming. You think about it for a minute, like you're afraid others are going to judge you or laugh at you or talk about you or whatever, that you'll embarrass yourself. If you shift the focus from you to something else that's meaningful to you, it changes, changes all of it. That's why my shift of focus to my team was so transformative. My being up on stage suddenly had zero to do with me or what others might be thinking about me or whether I was going to screw up. My thought was about wanting to do well for them. That changes everything. You can do the same thing, whether that thing you want to do is about a job interview, doing your first Facebook Live, or launching your first online course, whatever it is. Make it about showing up well in that interview, so you can land the job, for example, for your family, 
Or if it's something about a business you want to start, don't think of it as, oh, I'm going to put myself out there and people are going to think I'm dumb or they're going to judge me. Instead, think about it as, no, I want to do this well because of the people that I can help or the clients that I want to serve. Something magical happens when you take the focus off yourself. Just for an instant, that new thing you want to do or you need to do is about more than you. It's about the people you'll help by doing it. And when you learn how to channel that energy and hang on to it for that hour or day that you need to do in order to accomplish that big, new, scary thing, you've learned a powerful new tool that will help you tackle some of your most difficult challenges. It's called the confidence switch. Using this tool is like flipping a light switch. That's where it got its name. You go instantly from dark and disbelief to light and empowered. Give it a try. You will be amazed at what it can do for you. Until next time, make it a great week, my friends. Do you have a life coach? If not, I'd be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual coaching program and monthly membership called Next Level. Inside, we take the material you hear on this podcast, study it, and then apply it. Join me at thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Don't forget the, thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Join me and together we'll make your career and life everything you dream of. We'll see you there.